Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Episode 6 of the Below the Belt podcast. Today I'm here with Alex from Bristol. Sup? Don't know about that on the boxing pod. What? Alex from Bristol. Yeah, we've said my name already. So Alright, fine. Uh, we've got Cal. Alright. We've got Felonius Bill. What up? What up? I'm Flab. And the first thing I want to know is if um, if ever you make it as professional boxers, and it might be late in your in your career. Ever <laughs> <really> late. <laughs> what would um, what would your entrance music be? You know, I've thought about it. I've really mulled this over. Um, the Dre 2001 album is kind of a rich ground for for, mm. for theme music. I thought of... Um, you Bank Ma- Junior, innit? Yeah, I thought of Make a Whole a Housewife. That could be could be one. <laughs> Can't make a whole a housewife. Or, or I Just Want to Fuck You, which is another I one. Just Want to Fuck exactly. You. Fucking but no kissing and loving, girl. You got a husband yeah. who loves... <laughs> there you go, you. man. You need to give me your... The misogyny in the house, but but the boxing pod. There's no females watching this, and the ones, the ones, the ones, the ones that are listening, they understand. They understand. I think I probably money team B. <laughs> I think I probably go with um off the top of my head. Probably what's my name? Dmx. Go. Do you know I feel bad because of the misogyny? I was going to pick "Bitch Please" Part Two by Eminem, featuring Snoop Dogg, Nate Dogg. Bitch please, mm. yes. get down on your motherfucking knees. You're fucking with some real OGs. Oh my goodness. You dick Is that what you go with? T just died yeah. inside. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, nothing to do with fighting or, or, or um, no. misogyny towards women. Isn't nothing to do with. Uh, with the I can't art, believe art. we're on the back foot after three <laughs> seconds. But you know what? The art of pugilism. Yeah. Somebody, somebody did a tweet that said, what's the most problematic thing that you're into? And I thought, hip-hop, boxing, UFC, 
dance hall music. Yeah. 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 It was all hate <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually a really bad person. Every subculture in Ritsu <laughs> hates women. Go on, Alan. Uh, Oasis, fucking in the bushes. That's the, you know what, I like that. Yeah. That's some snatch, isn't it? These yeah. Snatch, yeah. yeah. Have you, have you, is there any boxes that come out to that? Uh, I'm sure I've heard it before I, I, probably there's, there's a lot of boxes that just kind of change the I'm music like, all the time but there's very few that have it although I must admit I'm a big fan of George's music Prodigy Spitfire yeah, um, that's good yeah My, mine would be Bring the Ruckus by Rutan uh, Clare ah, yeah. Yeah. Bring good. the motherfucking Ruckus Bring it because that's fucking that's the bullshit. Or no music, Mike Tyson. Yeah, no that's music. Like, no we, had, we, had no music. music. we had no music Gully. at Eubank fucking Blackwell in the in the. In the, <laughs> the, in the that's the weirdest thing. So I was watching it at home, and uh, and you, you, I was going here. It is like still Dre. <laughs> like, there's, there's no music. He's <laughs> just walking out. They, they put the music on. The Save money. The TV. You know why? Not. Because they have to pay more if they if they play it. To is an that audience why? Or or just yeah, it is. No, it is. production. What do you expect, man? You have to pay more if you if you're doing it to a. Um, to an auditorium, essentially. Of course, yeah, you do. You have to pay licensing, fee- licensing fees. How's everyone been since the last time we recorded? It's got to be eight, seven, eight seven weeks, weeks, I think. It's been a while. There's been, there's been a bit of a development, hasn't there? Um, we're we're going to be recording more often, and I'm going to be on it less. <laughs> uh, part of the reason why we haven't been out as often as we should be is because... Um, it's my fault. Essentially, we record where I work, and I'm, I've been busy over the Euros, which made it impossible... But it's going to change because you guys are going to be doing more recording on your own without me, which means it's going to be shit. It's like the Sugar Babes, isn't it? You know, just new lineup, different lineup every week. <laughs> yeah. What, what happened to them? Well, they could have been successful. Made their money, retired. All I'm saying, don't forget me. Anyway, let's uh, let's let's move on to the boxing. Before we do that, though, um, we just want to thank everyone for downloading the podcast. Anyone who's followed us on Twitter, it's at the Below the Belt underscore. Uh, Facebook page is facebook.com Four slash BTB pod. Um, do you know what? We, just before, actually, before we go into the boxing, you guys listen to other boxing podcasts. Yeah. I want to give a shout out to uh, to Nuthouse. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> fucking disgrace. Yeah. Why? Like it. It, really? you know, it was I, I must admit, it's uh, it's one I listen to quite regularly, and the beginning of, of this week was good. So bravo on their intro. If you haven't heard it, go listen to it. What about the mental Scottish ones? Yeah, that. <laughs> There's about half of them all. Yeah. No, that's no, a good podcast. I mean, the fact that they, they record for over two hours most weeks is that much content, that much knowledge. Mm. Yeah, fair play to them. It's always enjoyable. Yeah. Go take a listen. All right, wicked. Um, let's do uh, Anthony Joshua, Dominic Brazil. Um, obviously, it's been ages since the fight. But <clears> I guess, I mean, the first point would be um, before we go on to talking about the fight, you know, in, in, a, in a very broad sense. Is, what does this mean for Joshua now? It was. Did you learn anything from it? Because you were yeah, a little bit was, worried about Martin. Yeah. The, the kind of the, the fallout of Martin. Yeah, it was Brazil. Kind of, kind of come across like a really good journeyman who was yeah. there to go rounds. He was there to survive. He was not yeah. there to win at all. Toe to toe podcast had him as like you know he actually done all right and he'll come again. They showed nothing to no. think that I'd ever want to watch another fight with him. In no. <laughs> if I never hear from him again, it'd be all right. No. Yeah, his ring generalship was quite good. His feet were quite good, and he was able to pace himself. But he didn't offer anything in regards to trying to no win the fight at all. No, nah, that's what I mean. Not at all. His chin was all right. Yeah, his chin was all right, and he ate some good shots with Josh. And Josh was obviously a massive puncher, but that was it, really. Like I said, good ring generalship. Should uh, should Josh have got him out earlier? 
Uh, yeah, I suppose he could have done really because Brazil wasn't offering anything. He wasn't wasn't really offering anything. He didn't show anything that he was a puncher and that he could hurt Joshua. So Joshua, I suppose, could have been more rec- well, reckless. Well, the wrong word, but been a bit more gung ho and got to get him out of there. When you read on uh, boxing forums and, and for people that it's generally people that don't haven't watched boxing for very long or don't know much about it, mm-hmm. um, they're desperate for Joshua to get in the ring with Fury, with Klitsch, any, you know Klitschko. Even David Price, I would, I, I, as someone who understands boxing to a certain level, would think there's dangers there. You know, there's, there's people calling for him to be stepped up to world level now. It, it, we've seen it so many times before. He, he could well be ready to do it. He doesn't look like he's ready at this stage. And he's by his own admission, you know, he says, I've got a lot of learn, learning to do. What, what, what would you have him do next? Well, Steve Bunt made a very good point in, um, in an article he wrote shortly after the fight. That um, maybe him and in that belt was the worst thing that could have happened. And Joshua said it himself is that um, he'd love to go as an unknown and spar with Deontay Wilder, Pulev, mm. you know, world level fighters, but no one knows who he is. He doesn't get, he's not going to get that spar. So he's sparring with people like um, Joe Joyce, who's going to be in the Olympics. Yeah. So from that point of view, his progress is um, he's under the microscope, probably more than, he, than he'd like to. I think the fight showed that he's not quite there yet. And anyone with a bit of lateral movement might will probably beat him. So that would be like, hey, Fury, probably even Klitschko yeah. gets him out of there. But I think Joshua's very honest. He, I think he's his own worst critic, and that's probably helpful. It's not like he's, he wasn't after the fight bragging about it. He said, well, I could have done better, and I'll, and I'll work at it. I haven't heard him brag once. No, no, really, not really. Not really. I, I mean, I don't know. I think it's, there's still... I've, I've seen bits and pieces online where, you know, he's... He's bigging himself up, and why wouldn't you? you know, he's, he's a version of a, a world champ, fair play to him. But I don't think that's what he's bigging himself up about. No, but I, I just think you know, he's, he's boxers of that ability will be massively confident in their own ability, and, and he knows that. And you, you just get that feel. I certainly do. You get that feel from him uh, anyway of a, of a confidence and a, and a dominance over people, no matter what what he says. He's an elite think, athlete. Isn't yeah, he? and I think look, the, we we learned nothing from the Brazil fight. I I I enjoyed. I didn't enjoy Brazil, but I was. I liked it because he came to fight, you know, and after what we've just seen with the last offering with Charles Martin, it was, you know, it was pathetic and he said he was no Charles Martin and, and, he, and he proved that. Um, I think moving forward with, with Joshua, it's, it's difficult really to see, see where he is. I mean, they're talking about Stavern, they're talking about Pulev today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Stavern's um, in his training for a bit. Yeah, uh, you know, and, and, and Hearn's come out and talked about Pulev today. So it's, mm-hmm. I, I think that's probably about where it is. I don't think he is ready for, for the likes of Fury or Wilder. I think... It'd be interesting to see to know who's actually training Anthony Joshua as well, because you've got Tony Sims in there yeah. and we. But if you look into where he is, the majority of the time he's up in, in Sheffield with at the at the national um, you know academy with, yeah. with Rob McCracken essentially. Right. So I don't know how. Essentially, what's, what, what's your point? Is is this direction side of it? I don't know. I don't know whether there's a clear direction yet. I think they're still waiting for everything to kind of fall into place. Are you, are you, are you saying that um, you haven't seen much progression in his ability? Because I can't see a great deal of, no, and I, of improvement. Because I don't, I don't think we know who's... I don't, I don't think Tony Sims is training him, you know, is there Monday to Friday training him. I, that's not happening. But what I'm saying is, in the fighting sense, in the times we've seen him in the ring, have you seen much improvement on him at all? 
It's really hard to gauge, isn't it? Because all, yeah. most of his fights are really short, aren't they? So it's really hard to say, oh, he, look, he looks better than last time. You know, he's not doing any rounds. This is the first time he's done some rounds and people are being this a bit... Thing, so hold on, hold on a minute. So Dillian White, so he stopped Dillian White in the, the seventh, seventh, seventh and he stopped Brazil in the seventh. seventh. seventh well. So if we try and compare those two, yeah. I know it's different fights in there because yeah. you know, Dillian actually, you know... Yeah. I think if anything... Punches, yeah. but have we seen anything... Did we notice that he might have tried to manage that Brazil fight more? He could have probably got him out sooner, but he wanted to take it rounds. I don't know. That's what I mean. We don't know, do we? I thought it was better than the Dylan White fight. Yeah, exactly. But what I'm saying is we've not seen any progression of, of technique, and I think that's down to... I don't think he's got a regular trainer who was going to imprint a style I'd, or a... A lot of the things I see Joshua do out of the ring is mainly um, athletic stuff. It's not really stuff in the ring. He's not really working on... I don't know, recommend his ring craft as much. Someone like you, Ben Junior, is always in the gym, always doing different things. Some, you know, I can only judge by Snapchat, which is probably limited, but when I see Joshua like, outside the box, he's normally just doing like, um, like the, the draws, like, yeah, conditioning stuff, stuff like Usain Bolt would do. I don't see him in the ring a lot. So, But as I said, what, what I said earlier, he's, he, he hasn't got the sparring. He can't spar Deontay Wilder, he can't spar Klitschko now because he's, he holds a belt. So he can only spar... Amateurs and people who are people not really going to sparring yeah, partners. Exactly. So uh, it might be a case like Sugar Ray Leonard. He used to get trained by his his amateur coach, and then when fight time would come around, that was when Angelo Dundee would step in and yeah. work on fight plans and tactics and things like that. And it might just be a case of that where um, McCracken is you know helping him out with his, with his conditioning and just basic this technique stuff. And then when it's time for fight and time for the fight plan and a game plan. That's where Tony Sims comes in, and that's where his role. I think it'll be. Well, I think Rob McCracken will end up taking over full control of that, of that corner. That Can you remember the last time there was this much hype about a British heavyweight? Um, it was Frank Bruno. Well, none of us are old enough for when Bruno was kind of being hyped up, but yeah, I think. Um, and his rec- his record is more impressive than the Joshua's. I was. think. I think it was. Was it 21? 21 knockouts. It'll be interesting to see what happens now because obviously with, jo- with Joseph Parker. Um, Manager, that that fight is going to happen somewhere between you know, end of November and January. Yeah. What I'm saying is, what I mean by mentioning that, the oh, sorry, reason why yeah. I mentioned that was that if you look back at Bruno's career now, you think he was great, yeah, great yeah, yeah. British heavyweight fighter, but there was massive problems with his fighting style. Yeah. Well, yeah. We don't know what Joshua is. Because they're both compared a lot, because they've both got a similar kind of build, they're both kind yeah. of stiff. They can, they can bang, but they're both quite stiff, they don't, they don't have a lot of lateral movement. Mm. And um, I think Bruno was a national hero, but up until he fought Bernkuster Smith, he was fighting cans. Yeah, he was. And I think a couple of fights before he fought um, Bernkuster Smith, he fought the finally named Jumbo Cummins, who apparently <laughs> had him on a, apparently, you know, hit him with a of shot course, and he too. was on, well, I don't, I'm not going to say the term, but yeah. Yeah, he had him on that street. Yeah. And, um, and he fought Bernkuster Smith and got outlasted and he, fit, he fights more cans, fights with a spoon, gets done. Mm. Fight some more cans. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I think with I think with Josh the same there's parallels as all. There, there are parallels. I think with Joshua, Joshua's actually won a belt now, so mm-hmm. he's not going to get away with fighting. Um, a, a, I don't know, Jerry Kutzia or John this, Emmett, yeah, or Madonna's this... former bodyguard as Bruno fought back <laughs> yeah. in the day. He's not going to. He won't get away with fighting a can. Now, this is so. the point. It's going to be interesting because really, you look at Joseph Parker and you know the victory over Takam, which we talked about last time, was as as laboured as some people thought it was. Takam's probably. 
bigger name than anything else that Joshua's yeah. done. Yeah. It's, so, a heavyweight, it's a heavyweight Chalemba, isn't it, really? The Parker Joshua fight, I think, is gonna, will, will be interesting. And I, and I think that's not something that, you know, he, he won't be able to get criticism for, for that because, one, it'll be a mandatory, and, yeah. and two, it's actually a decent test. So we'll see where it goes from there, but, you know, it's, it's difficult. To Fury's, uh, Fury got uh, hurt his ankle, apparently. Um, mm-hmm. There was rumours that he hurt it in a run, yeah. uh, like a cross-country run. And there's rumours that he hurt, uh, hurt it leaping a barrier in some sort of club. As Peter Fury says, either way, he hurt his ankle, so he, he couldn't, ankle. Exactly, he couldn't yeah. fight. How hurt can his ankle be if he's, he's fucking leading chance amongst England fans? It just, uh, to me, it, it didn't ring true for me, and it, it may well be true. Well, there's, there's, there's rumours about ticket sales not really going that well. Like, uh, that modern might have been, rumours, yes. Well, it's fact, it's... What 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 are these rumours? And they are rumours, and obviously they're just rumours. No one. Knows. I think I think in in terms of what is widely accepted, is that the ticket pricing structure for Fury Klitschko was ridiculous. We tried to get tickets yeah, on yeah. that day. What does that mean? With the fact that it was ridic- double, you know, double the price, the price of what a Joshua what a Joshua event is, for example, at the minute, right? right? Which maybe people might turn around and go, look, this is for you know the. the yeah. Lineal heavyweight championship of the world. Yeah. Fair enough. What are you talking about in terms of prices? But in terms of the, okay. the, the price, it was ridiculous prices. Well, you're talking. Well, I think the okay. limit, min, closest I, one we had was kind 160 of quid. It. There was yeah. like the basic standard of 40, 50 quid, and they went straight away. Because there was hardly well, I was keeping an eye on it, I mean, on, on the phone, and it was the cheapest tickets there were about £130. There were six higher price categories than that. Six? They, six they, they, higher price categories than that. Slightly, it seems like they're kind of thinking about heavyweight boxing like they did in the 90s yeah. in America. Like, it's it's the money division. It yeah. really isn't. No. But the, the cynical value you look at it is, right, is, is, and then Frank actually ended up getting a lot of shit for it, when really it's not really anything to do with Frank, it's Mick Hennessy. Yeah. So it's, they've, they've looked at it and gone and seen some pound signs, and they've over-egged it, and they've made a mistake. And this injury... If it's gen- as I'm sure it is genuine, well, the bruise then, fuck, fuck yeah, it. exactly. Then it's the best thing that could have happened to him. Yeah, right, but I imagine that Fury and Team Fury really wanted it in England, didn't they? They probably really wanted it to be in England. It was a rematch. I'm the champion. We should have it in England, right? <clears throat> but Fury can't fucking sell tickets. He can't. He doesn't sell very well because. Oh. I love him. I think he's great, but yeah. most people think he's a prick because he says stupid shit all the time. Yeah. So yeah, he don't sell tickets. Him and Chisora wouldn't don't sell. And you looked at the undercard; it was fucking yeah. ridiculous. They, they slung Flanagan on at the last it minute. It seems to happen though, doesn't it? And for, yeah. Oh yeah, Flanagan's going to sell a shed load. Isn't yeah, it? against. You know, and he's fighting for 50 at the weekend, isn't he? Yeah, and, he, exactly. and it's like, what is he? He's like fucking 100 to 1 on or 50 to so, 1 on. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a shame. There's not there's not even another date um, announced yet. So you know. And you looked at how quickly they rearranged the Chisora one when that got... The thing is, it wasn't even that interesting anyway. Oh, I don't know. I mean, oh. still, it's a great jump in the world, you know? But, oh, yeah. look, they made the mistakes. Hopefully, it'll end, up being, it'll end up being a better event for it, I think. So, uh, George Groves, Murray, absolute war, brilliant fight. It was a great uh, fight. I really enjoyed it. Oh, you didn't enjoy it, did you? Oh, no, I was nervous at the time, but I watched <laughs> it boy, enjoyed it. it yeah. I've, not <laughs> watched, I've not watched it since I was there, so I can't really... That much of an analysis of it, but it was exactly how George Groves predicted it would be. I, mm. I was worried about Murray being the Hearn fighter that they might give it to him. So even though I felt Groves won comprehensively, even when they were announcing, I thought this could be a fucking draw, mm. it's gonna be a robbery, and thankfully it wasn't. Yeah. I think that's my wa- worry. Yeah, I think if you watch it back, it would have been it, once I watched it back, it made me realize how, how on top George was, was particularly yeah. those later rounds. And if he'd have stopped Murray in that eighth and ninth, particularly that ninth round, hey, I think that would have sent out a real... Uh, Ma- I say Murray. send out a real statement. Look, Murray, we know Murray and we know his limitations, I get that, but 
for the for the type of fan that, that George has, which is a lot of I say I say probably casual fans or ca- casual somewhere on that journey between casual and hardcore, um, that that would have sent out a statement. And he has no issue selling tickets anyway, really. But um, it, it would have been a, it would have been a big thing. He was he was great, like really great. And when I say great, I mean compared to what we've seen and how he's developed over the fight since Froch and particularly since Jack. And I know that he's fighting nobody since Jack. Well, no, um, but yeah, and the changing training. Well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What, what, His jab. What difference do you see? Well, the jab. The jab the was. Back, the jab yeah. was earlier. The jab was more purposeful at the start. It disappeared suddenly in the fifth or sixth for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and he started doing that ridiculously soft lead right hand, which was the just, worst lead right hand. It, ever it was yeah, and 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 he has this he has this habit of hands dropping lower as the fight goes on, um, and and and. Throwing lots of feints, which I think against the right, point, uh, right opponent can be great, but I think the higher up he goes, the less he'll be able to do it that. It makes him look tired. Uh, he but always it, looks tired when, anyway. When, when, the Fox, when the first Fox fight got stopped, he looks, he looks knackered, but hmm. it's just his, um, he's got this kind of herky jerky style. Yeah. And I, yeah, I think that goes against him. What was better was his feet. His feet were better in terms of it was more purposeful in what he wanted to do. He, he obviously had a plan, and he had a, someone in the corner that said, this is what you're going to do. Yeah. And this is what you'll do to, to look good. Mm-hmm. And he did it. Who does he fight next one? Is it Chudinov, hopefully? Well, we still don't know. I hope he fights Chudinov or fights Sturm, whoever, whatever the fuck goes on with that belt. Is there, is there a date set for that at all? They haven't, on the WBA website, Sturm is still listed as a champion. So he failed the drugs test. Yep. Sturm failed the drugs test, but he is still listed on their website as the champion last time so I a couple of weeks ago. Was Chudinov number one contender? So that gave him the belt? Well, Tunov had the belt. Sturm beat him, but he's failed the drugs test. Oh, after Sturm the fight. Listed as the cha- after the fight. Sturm still <coughs> listed as a champion. Okay. I have no idea what's going on with it. Is, uh, how much glory can Groves take from beating Sturm or Tudinov over after he's lost to Jack and, and, and Froch twice? Because he sort of said, I want to be a world champion. But your world champion's only... The, the glory that you can claim is only can only be defined by the ability of the person you take the belt from. That's why no one gives a shit that, but, that Joshua is a world champion. But the point you make there, we talked about Fran Bruno earlier on, he lost to Tyson twice. Yep. Second time really badly. He beats Oliver McCaw, but nobody remembers who he beats. People just remember that he won a version yeah. of the title and it meant so much to him. Mm. So maybe that'll be the same with Greg. I think Greg's got a lot of love in, in the UK. And I think even if he beats Sturm or Shudinov, who aren't exactly world... Well, they are world level. They're the but weakest they're not. of the champions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he'll still get credit for it. It'll, it'll be a first step for him because what he needs, he needs that world title belt to be able to then go on and do what he wants to do against the, the Gales and, mm-hmm. and what have you. So it, it, that won't be the end of it for George Griffith. That will be just the beginning. And that's why I think if he doesn't manage to get that belt, the student of that type of thing, then that, that's it. You know, he's got, yeah. he's got to go. Okay, so uh, Eubank Jr. outclassed in, in a massive way, Duran, and, and it's. Um, it's not something that, well, Doran, sorry, Duran. Not Doran. Uh, it, it, it certainly wasn't uh, Duran. But uh, it's kind of what we expected. Actually, I think Eubank was a level above what I expected. I thought he would be able to take um, Doran out using these normal selection of punches, yeah. which is about 15 or 18 from any angle, whatever yeah, time he yeah. wants. Um, but it was, it was, it was disgusting. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it was after that performance that when he started calling out GGG, because he had done before, yeah. um, you thought, you know what? Maybe you're big enough. You're physically strong enough. Yeah. And fuck <laughs> no, you may be good enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you certainly look good enough against yeah. 
Doran, he, so, yeah, because he's clearly above British level now. And as much as I'd love him to win the British title outright, it's not going to happen. It's, it's not fucking waste of time. It's not enough time. Of... Exactly. There's not enough time for him to do that. Really? Now though. Well, yeah. Now, now obviously it's fallen out of bed, and I know we're going to talk about Triple G. We'll come into that in a minute. Um, but it kind of merges into one, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It kind of merges into yeah. Um, <laughs> we don't have to discuss how how this works as a podcast. No. So just, just breaking down the sorry. Forget we're not in the pub. Yeah, um, obviously he ain't going to have time to win the British title out right now. So, you know, it's, 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 it's a Jacobs, it's Billy Joe Saunders, isn't it? He, he, you know, obviously Triple G's going. That's the one. I want to see Billy Joe Saunders. Oh, absolutely. All day. Su- it's such a great rivalry. Yeah. What's annoying me is people say, well, the only time we fought anyone good, you lost. It was, a, it was a split fucking decision. Yeah. It's like he iced him in a round. It was a split decision. Yeah, I know. And Mark... You know, it will probably be on this podcast sooner or later. Yeah. He actually thinks he won a mark, knows his fucking Mark onions. knows his onions. Right? And yeah. I, I, I don't people, know my onions, but I didn't two up. Exactly. So <laughs> a lot of people, it wasn't like people say, well, he stuck up and he lost. Well, I think he, I think he fucked up pacing that fight. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. he did, yeah. But, but I think... A novice then. Yeah. But I think he's improved since that fight immeasurably. Especially and I think the Blackwell they, fight. He yeah. paced the Blackwell yeah. fight really well. And if he fights Billy Joe Saunders again, he's got a very good chance of winning. Because Billy Joe Saunders has hurt his hand, has been sat on the couch, he's been injured, he's not been active. Eubank's been active. The thing is, right, what, what's happened is, is they're both saying the same shit they've always been saying. Eubank is, has, has un, it hasn't faltered at all despite losing to BJS. Fucking done it. Didn't I? <laughs> That's Mark's yeah. fucking trademark. <laughs> despite losing against Saunders, his confidence hasn't wavered. Saunders is in the exact same mindset as he has been, yeah. the way he's talked in interviews. Yeah. The, the thing, though, before the Blackwell fight, the way he was talking was the way he was talking as if he was fighting him and then Blackwell yeah. fought and you knew what happened then. Yeah. The fact is is that everyone, anyone who's listened to this podcast knows we're all big Eubank fans. Yeah. But he's improved massively. He has, yeah, and not only that, even if he hadn't improved, if he was the same fighter, I think he would beat Billy Joe, Joe Saunders if they put them in the ring tonight. Saunders can't hurt Eubank. No. So he has to box him, and if Eubank has improved since the last time they fought, I fucking, I think he'd be wide, wide. Uh, I don't think. I think. I think. Oh, if, so if, if it four, four rounds, be six a, rounds. If swing. it comes, if it comes down to a boxing match for me, I think Saunders wins every no, time. Same, I think. It does, I'm not talking about a boxing match. I'm talking about. But you're saying if Saunders decides to box him and box him no, probably, no, I think. If, decides to box him. That's the only thing he can do. That's the only thing he has in his locker that can fight him. I'm saying if Eubank can uh, bring it in any which way, he, he, he beats him wide. I would say maybe by six rounds. Go on, <laughs> well, we will wait and see. All right, you yeah. laugh and I'll play this audio back. Well, fine. Well, this, this kind Eubank of... is that. I don't think Eubank Saunders ever beat uh, Eubank Saunders. Eubank beats Saunders any anytime soon. I mean, okay, the are you out of your mind? No. What? Uh-huh. Really? <laughs> a, pro- a proper Saunders, not not the fat Saunders that we saw on IFL the other day. No, mate. a proper Saunders. Importantly, he. I if because I haven't seen I haven't seen Eubank knock anyone out cold. Listen, my sword is not that cold. Yeah, but sorry. what I'm saying is, it, but so it turns into a boxing match. No, no. But I think majority. Sword. I think Saunders has got the better in the last fight. More... In my opinion, Eubank won uh, one by two rounds. There are. I'm not alone in this. Right. A, yeah, like you said, Mark knows his onions, and he said. So if they fought now, when he's improved, I, now Billy Joe Saunders has improved too. He yeah, really he has. You really Saunders has gone on and won a world title. I forget. So does Joshua. But what I'm saying is, Eubank's fought. Tom Doran, right. not even so in the same Ricky league. And, and, so is Ricky Burns. And Nick Burns. Charles Martin had a world title. <laughs> yep. The elephant in the room is obviously Eubank Senior. Yeah. He obviously, he obviously fucked things up. Mm. But 
People say, well, where does Eubank Jr. go from here? Eubank Jr. Is a, is a popular fighter for his style. His fights are always entertaining. And he's money. I don't think Hearn will completely kick him to the curb. No, he'd be reluctant. He'd be reluctant, but he's like, he makes Hearn money. So why would he like say, well, I'm not going to work with him again? He's, uh, to be fair, I don't know if you've, if you've seen uh, Eddie's last uh, thing with, uh, with IFL. They, he went in on senior. He yeah. basically said, I'll do his next fight. Yeah, if he apologises. It's not going to happen. Grow up. But what I'm saying is... It would, but it wouldn't surprise... Apologises for what? Well, well, we'll get on to it and we talk more about... We'll talk about it now. Talk about it right, So essentially, what, what they're saying is, if even 10% of, of what they're saying is true about what Eubank's demands were, so what they want is the pay-per-view model is very, very simple, okay? So you have a budget that is there for undercard and everything else, right? And, you know, whether it's ring girls, flights, or whatever it might be, right? That, that budget is there. What they... And then the fighter owns a show and takes the money from the show, essentially, right? Mm-hmm. What they wanted was ownership of the show in terms of Eubank promotions everywhere instead of Matchroom. Right, right? okay. Oh, hold on, hold on. They've also wanted... To, 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 apparently, uh, allegedly... To put the commentators. So, so yeah, they wanted... Who wanted commentating? Really? They wanted how the undercar- who on the undercard was fighting and what they would be paid... Is this from her? Or this is from her? Yes. Okay. Look, he talks a lot of bullshit, but I'm, I'm just saying you what well, you what wouldn't he say said. this if it weren't true. Yeah. Well, you don't know. We don't know, do we? What, but you come out factually and say this is what they wanted. Well, he's done it with true. other stuff, anyway. But anyway, but yeah. So ticket prices. They they wanted they more what her was saying was, well, hold on. This this model what we've got here, including the ticket prices. I mean, it's the same thing as Frotch, the same thing as Joshua, it's the same thing as as Brooke, all the other pay-per-view ones are going, this is the model, it's very, very simple. Mm. They said, but, yeah, but we're not Joshua. And they were like, well, yeah, we know you're not Joshua. Like, well, we're bigger than Joshua. It's like, well, come on. As much as, yeah, as, much as I'd love you to be, yeah. you're not. You've got to live in the So, the realm so they the said, the, the negotiations were, you know, they gave him a deadline of 5pm on the Thursday, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, Okay, and, and then so, they missed it. Fair enough. And then they so, tried ringing Barry afterwards, trying to say, "Hold on, let's talk about this." But you bet, you bet doesn't have a. But you bet's got nothing. Of course, you bet brings nothing to the table. All right. So, but why? I, I don't get the apology bit. What's that? Just terms of fucking about. And then coming out and blame and what they're saying is because the Ubats are now coming out and blaming. But Ubat Junior's come out and saying, "I didn't see one contract." Well, of course you didn't because you're not allowed to. T- <laughs> Apparently, well, well, they don't agree. Don't know that. Agreed one. Have they? They haven't agreed a but fight. No, exactly. There's no contract signed. If I if I come to you and you know, to, you agree to sell me summer and there's no contract, and there's nothing yeah. for me to sign. No, yeah, exactly. So exactly. look, I think I've lost it, and it's not Eubank Junior. I was always a huge fan of Senior, and I love the antics. That's part of the reason why I quite loved him. I think this is um, it's really really fucked me off. I have said for a while about. Senior being a little bit of an issue. He's fucked it up. He's I fucked have, it up. And everyone, I mean, I like him. I like what he's done for boxing. He was, I mean, I was always Ben over Eubank, but I can understand what Eubank's about. Red Dark Trade, Eubank features heavily in that, so I, I understand his mindset. Yeah. Um, but he's clearly damaging. And I, and I also get the fact that he knows what's best for his son. Yeah. I get that too, because yeah. no one's going to protect his son like I his think father. this is the biggest example of Eubank this, Senior this being, business. being damaging. It's, the, it's business. But it's a watershed moment. I mean, everyone wants to know what Eubank Jr. does next. Yeah. I don't see him walking out on his dad. Of course not. I don't no. see. I don't. I, I don't. I think that her answer for that apology is probably tongue in cheek. I'm not. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah, yeah, absolutely. I don't think, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. I think the likelihood is that probably Eubank Jr. fights in the undercard of the of the TGG fight, which I probably probably laugh at now. I think yeah. he, he's got to fight somewhere. Yeah. And maybe I don't know. Maybe he wins a British title outright. Yeah. I don't because know. he comes and says, "I want to fight the winner." I was like, "You've just had the chance. You've just had the chance to fight the biggest middleweight in the world." It's, the thing is, you can't say you just had the chance. No, no, no. no I like, know, but what it's I'm not saying like a, what is he? Twenty-one. 
He's no, 26. Is he? Yeah. yeah. Fuck me, really? So that Street Fight I saw him on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's ten, years ago. 10 years ago. Right, no, no. Okay, no, he was still tough as nuts. I no, think, to be fair. But it, what I'm saying is, like, yeah. it, it's so easy to blame the boxer when there's so Oh, no one's blaming. I, I'm not. I'm, I, so, so don't get me right. I'm not, I'm not having a pop at Eubank Jr. I'm, I'm saying that this is the first time where I've got. If, if even an iota of truth is in that, as, as the type of allegations that have been put against Eubank Jr. in terms of demands and all the rest of it is true, then he's done. He's either played a saw and just used it for publicity, the whole Golovkin name thing. Don't think that's true. Or he's shat it. I'm not saying you about genius, but he's shat it by don't, asking for this ridiculous well, shit. Oh, no, there's the third thing about... I don't think you shat it by asking for that shit. Or he's that deluded to think he can get that stuff. It's, I think well, it's, maybe, more, then, it's yeah. more likely the delusion. Well, I mean, Golovkin, nobody wants to fight him, but then it's a very weird tangled web because Andre Ward and his team convincingly brought an argument that they offered a fight to Golovkin and then it didn't happen. Then there's the other side that Golovkin was really signed to find someone, signed, fight someone else yeah. when Ward offered him the fight. Yeah. But then what the crux of all this is, is the Brook fight better than the Eubank fight would have been? That's, no. No, no, absolutely not. It's no. going to be... A, it, I think Brook's going to get badly hurt. He's going to get... Okay, just, just, we're going to come, uh, on, to, come yeah. on to Brook like, just, just now. I want to make a point um, because there's a lot of... A lot of Triple G fans out there. Yeah. I'm, we're all fans of a great boxer, surely. He's a good fighter. Yeah, yeah. of course. Well, I'm good a great boxer. He's, right. he's a good fighter. Well, he's not great until he beats a great, I guess. Um, same could be said for Mayweather. Anyway, um, <laughs> fucking come round. We're going to talk about uh, fanboyism in the second half. Yeah. I just want to bring that in. It's not okay. right Anyway, uh, yeah, so he, he Brooke could have fought Ward. They, they could have made that happen. Golovkin and Ward. Golovkin could have fought Ward. So, sorry, sorry, Golovkin could have fought Ward. They could have made that happen. Yeah. Ward fights at light heavy now. Golovkin uh, is middle, super middle. Uh, 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 what? What's the matter? No, I thought I'd say something about that. Oh, all right, okay. Oh, I thought well, we were going for a piss. I was having a piss. So, so you're fighting at someone who's bigger than you, or around yeah. the same weight, who probably, you, most boxing fans in the world would probably take Ward over Golovkin at the moment. But now he's fighting Brooke, a physical midget compared to him. Yeah. Although Brooke says... 13 pounds, though. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it's coming so up. What, what do you want to say about it? You, you, no, <laughs> hang on. T so needs to go for a wee, but he, can't, he raced back. Do you to, want to go for a wee first? To make this no, point. No, 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 the, point the point I'm making is that people are saying that Golovkin can't fight Ward now because Ward is at 175 and Golovkin's at 160. But he's fighting some coming up 13 pounds. Exactly. And fair enough, Brook walks around at 165, 170. But that's not fighting weight. Fighting yeah. weight is fucking important now. Of course yeah. it is. I mean... But, I don't know, I mean, I, put, I, I weigh about 15 stone now. I couldn't box at 15 fucking stone. No. I'd be no fucking good. <laughs> I'd have to go down to maybe 13 and a half and 13. Yeah. And it's the same with Brooke. Brooke walks the street at over 170, but you can't box at 160. And that will tell on September the 10th. Brooke has dined out on being an absolutely massive welterweight. He dry, you see him when he gets on the scales, he is dry as shit. He gets on the scales, he's ripped. Like every other elite boxer. Every other elite boxer does it. He's dry, gets on the scales, he weighs 146... And he gets off, he gets in the ring, and he's 160. Mm. Those advantages that he's had at welterweight are gone. Mm. They are gone. When he steps in the ring with Golovkin, he is no longer the bigger man. He's a smaller man, and he is going to get hurt badly, I'm afraid. Really? Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I, I agree. I do agree. I think, I think it's not... Where I've seen a lot of criticism of, or kind of people trying to draw parallels with Golovkin and with Canelo, for example, with Canelo fighting Khan, yeah. I think of Canelo dragging up a welterweight... It, it, Golovkin hasn't dragged up anyone, no. right? Brook is one a big well, a, a huge welterweight, and also you know they've. It's not like he's got a 
you know, he's gone through a list of, you know, well, of welterweights and going, who, who can I pick to go do it? This is this has been brought to him mm-hmm. as an alternative to when yeah. the Eubank fight has, has fallen through. Yeah. So, in terms of criticism that Golovkin's got for that side of things, then then I, then I think it's a little bit harsh. I think if you look, you try and put the politics when when we when I heard the fight was being announced. I don't know about you guys, but someone someone commented, tagged me in a comment in Facebook on yeah. Facebook. Right, I was cooking at the time. Looked at it and I saw that picture and I thought it was one of those weird like memes yeah, that someone had just yeah, fucked yeah, up yeah, yeah, yeah. and I looked at it and kind of laughed for a second and went oh fuck and was shocked yeah. absolutely flabbergasted yeah. now I think that that makes it I don't know if exciting is the right word it makes it intriguing it makes yeah. it interesting I am I'm buzzed to watch that fight yeah. right? I think the same as you I think Brooke will, will go and I think he'll go hard but it's in, it's intriguing, and the fact that it's the, putting the politics and the weight decided one side. I'm excited about this fight. It's intriguing, like a freak show's intriguing. Yeah, perhaps, but I think what I was saying earlier. It was, was intriguing, the... like Pacquiao when he fought De La Hoya. That was intriguing because oh, well, there's this old bloke with a massive fucking head who's you know oh. literally shrunk down, and, and you watched like a, a little sort of. <laughs> A, 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 a fresh a, little athlete, basically. A fresh little athlete beat up an old man with a big head. He had an IV in the dressing room, was fucked. He was yeah, fucked. he was fucked. So you, you're, it, it, is, it is interesting. It is intriguing in the same way. Like, it's, it's intriguing, not to the same degree, but it's intriguing in the way that McGregor and Mayweather fight. Yeah, but you, it's not you don't know fucking... Happen, yeah. You don't know what's going to happen, but it ain't fucking right. No, it isn't, and I was going to get onto that, but what, what sorry, my point sorry. is, right, is that if you look at... If this if a glove fight between Golovkin and Vargas had just been announced, we'd all be like, oh, all right. And I you, don't know if we'd be getting a lot more stick. I think Golovkin would be getting a lot more stick well, from UK fans. Yeah, he should be getting stick now. Golovkin fought Vargas. Brooke was. Oh, sorry. If Golovkin fought Vargas, yeah, is that what you just said? No. What he meant is if Brooke was fighting Vargas as opposed to Golovkin. No, but I also mean I don't know if you would. But it would be too. No, no, no. That's not what I meant. What I meant was if Golovkin was fighting. What I'm saying is another welterweight that UK fans weren't yeah. as, as invested in as they are yeah. with Kel Brook. I don't think they're massively invested in Kel yeah. Brook. That's a side matter. Yeah. What I'm saying is, the reason why I find that interesting is because he's coming over to the UK, he's finding a, a UK fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I said was putting politics and everything to a side. Just think about that fight and bringing the name of that nature over to the UK. Yeah, is, yeah. Is, oh, is exciting. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's something it's we all. should be happy about. Absolutely. I, that, that is, that, I get that completely. But in terms of the sport that we yeah. love... You've got a lot of fucking work to do in your own division. Yeah. So mm. why are you even fucking about with what 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 could be the possibly the most dangerous boxer yeah, in the world? But Brooke's going to take that. Yeah, why wouldn't Brooke take it? I understand yeah. that. So what, what's all the fucking about been for the last wow. eight months when there's Furman, there's Porter, there's fucking Vargas to fuck? This is your weight. This is your division. You could you could you could create a legacy here. Especially but what you're do, what you're going to do is agree to be knocked out by someone who could smash you to pieces. So I'm going to watch it. With absolutely no hope at all that Brooks going to do anything at all in the same way that Khan. Oh, that's good. It's brave. You're going to fight Alvarez. Dare to be great. You dare to be oh, great. Do you, know, do you know what happens to people who dare to be great? They fail. Yeah. It's like Icarus. <laughs> they it's like Icarus. You flew too close to the fucking sun. Yeah. That's what's going to happen to Brooks. And do you know what? It ain't fucking. It, it's it's literally the sun. It's like you're leaving Earth. You're leaving. You're going into the atmosphere. And you're flying hurtling towards the sun. Look at the look and at that the sun ain't a fucking ball of fucking flame. It's a right hand from Glavokin, and, you, and your, bro- your jaw's going to break, your spirit's going to ba- break, and you'll probably never fight again. That's how bad it's. You got to look at Senchenko. Sen- he struggled. Carson Jones. He struggled. Carson fucking Jones. And these guys. And these guys are not on the level that 
Golovkin's on. It can say he didn't prepare for him. I could do 90 seconds with Carson Jones, I'm pretty sure. Oh, God. <laughs> That's right. He said 90 seconds. 90 seconds. I could do Two things I want to yeah, say. Yeah, fucking running away. <laughs> Two things I want to say. Jesse Vargas signed to fight Kel Brook how long ago? When did he sign that um, contract? Maybe a month weeks. ago? Yeah, he signed his contract with his promoters. He never signed anything about a fight. It was, uh, you know, it was the fucking, oh, the waiting for the football, the fo- you know, for the football yeah, fixtures, Bramall Lane and all that, blah, blah, blah. Oh, it's all done. Second thing, is there an element here of Eddie Hearn cashing out on Brooke? Yes, that's a good Absolutely. point. Is there an element here of going, you've been sat on the couch ages, because what, what was the, f- he did the Furman Porter fight. Mm. He didn't look trim, did he? Well, he was filling that suit up, wasn't he, on the on the on the couch? Fucking fat as fuck. Is yeah. what he was. So he weren't in training camp for Vargas, was he? Even though he was supposedly signed or nearly signed or whatever, is there an element here that Eddie Eddie Hearn's thinking? Do you know what? I'm sick of you dicking about. Let's cash in. I don't think so. No, I probably don't think so. I I think what what Vargas signed was his agreement with Tom. Yeah, to pay him. Yeah, to pay him for the exactly. fight. I don't think because they're nothing to sign over. What what I think. Um, with with Golovkin, um, if you look at it from Golovkin's point of view, there's a lot of Golovkin fans that will be disappointed if they're they're not okay with with Brooke. Which well, it's not Canelo, is it? So. No, so they, they're going to be disappointed. So you look at it from that. If you look at it, it's Brooke. This is a cash grab for Brooke. It is, yeah, because he need he wanted you know he's going to earn. It's frighteningly similar to Khan Canelo. It's oh yeah, yeah. But he'll earn, he'll earn a big amount of money, and then and that's that's what he needs because yeah. you know the reason why he's not fighting the Furmans and, and all the rest of it. So Eddie Hearn says it's because it's because no one wants you know he maintains the fact that no one wants to fight him because he's that good. You know, look, no one knows in the details unless you're those people. But if if that fight's offered you, then then yeah, the Brit will take it. And I think this going up from these weight divisions happened a lot more back in uh, back in the day. It's, it's not the same thing. And that would be okay if Brooke was this elite welterweight Yeah, absolutely. Sugar Ray Robinson did that shit, yeah, man. Yeah, that's what I mean. No, I agree, elite yeah. welterweight champion who is clearly the mm-hmm. best. Like a Mayweather, I mean, clearly the best. Yeah, Bob Foster used to do it and he got smashed up every fucking time. Yeah, that was like, going to be my point. From like every two, every, and he got smashed up. Yeah. All right, so look, we uh, just to quickly answer your question about Hearn, he strikes me as a businessman. He understands yeah. there's a path and he, he's seen there's an opportunity with... Uh, Golovkin that he couldn't turn down as a businessman. I, I don't think he would. He's cashing out on Brook at all. I think Brook still potentially has a lot of money to earn. Mm-hmm. There's some big, big fights. Big, big fights. Can't so the they, problem is sorry, still can still. Sorry to, cut you. sorry to cut you, but he won't get back to 147 after this. Yes, I want to talk about this. Yes, but no, no, make because how point. does he go up? But what does he does do with he, the belt? Does he eat up? Does he does he eat up and go in fat like Khan did? Does he go up bulking muscle or does he come in light? Fuck knows, I don't know. Khan didn't go in light, Khan was just chubby. So, so the best fights for Brook have gone. Because if he goes to one, going to well to it, it, it just smacks the wrong decision. It just right, feels yeah. wrong. It it's, all feels wrong. I think like the excitement of it the just, fight being announced. I, I love Brook, right? Yeah. I, I do no, love I like him, him too. Because for so long I was like, he's too square, he's too he, he's not mobile enough. Yeah. And he proved me wrong at every level, right? And he could have planned it out correctly. He could have beaten Vargas. Then Furman... In the Vargas. Yeah. Far- yeah. Furman would have to fight. Imagine, do you imagine, like, as boxing fans, yeah. I would be more excited with Furman Brook than I would be with yeah. Glo- Golovkin yeah. Brook. Yeah. Because yeah. now I'd think this is a 50-50 fight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And not only that, a British fighter is going to take on this enigma that they've created over there. Even Brook Errol Spence. Errol, Errol Spence yeah. is about oh, to be his manager. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I even forgot about Errol Spence. Me, those two... A one and two a, in so terms of listen, ability. Listen, as boxing fans, that's what we want to see. Yeah. We don't want to see this fucking thing that can be marketed to my fucking nan. 
Do you know what I mean? I want to see yeah. fights. I want to see not this fucking. Fifty fifty. Don't get me wrong. I'm gonna watch Golovkin. I'm gonna watch it, and I'm gonna think and look at it and think, "Why well, I told you so." Well, that's interesting you say that because I'm, I'm, I'm. It's gonna be interesting. Right? I think those tickets will go ridiculously, right? And of course, yeah, they yeah. will go quick. Yeah, yeah. I think there'll there will be more people that lean towards more a hardcore hardcore side of boxing fans than there were because people will want to see Golovkin. Of course, it will be in you know the, you know when um, that I think there'll be. End up being more colorful. There could be more people there, more interested in seeing. Okay, let, we'll be broke. Let, let, me, let me just uh, uh, kind of reinforce what you've just said. So, uh, my brothers, I've got five brothers, right? They're interested in boxing, but they're not boxing fans. Mm. Okay, so I, I watch boxing a lot of it. They're like football fans that watch boxing mm. when they get a chance. They know all about all the, all the best boxers, right? They immediately said, "We want to go and watch Golovkin. We want to see. No, yeah. We want to see." In their words, in their words. The pound for pound best boxer in the world. Fuck. No, no. Listen, listen. <laughs> yeah, Cal, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cal, look, this isn't. This is. This know, is. Yeah. This is how people that aren't in. Yeah, interested yeah, no, in the yeah, sport they, see Golovkin. Yeah, they they're do. not going to watch Brock. They don't. They, Brook, they don't give a fuck what happens to Brook. So this is this is this is the people that are going to fill this stadium. Yeah. That, that's that's. that's they're the kind is. of fans that like. I don't want to be rude, but they like Anthony Joshua because it's quick. They're the same fans that like Pacquiao. They think it's exciting, hard punching guys. This, and and, and, and casual. for David record, they, they didn't, they didn't, they don't like Mayweather. <laughs> so well, not, not many people do. Not many but, people do. That's no, no, they don't like him because he isn't. He doesn't get in brawls. Is what I'm saying. Arguably, um, Golovkin probably the arguably the best fight that's come here since Hagler back in 1980. In terms of the point in his career of where he is. Like Tyson, a big star. Like, yeah, Tyson yeah. came here when he was past it. Americans came here. Though. This is a guy who's not even really American. I know, but in terms of um, really where he American. is in the pound for pound rankings, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah agreed. The Hagler was like one of the best fighters around. They came to fight Minter in 1980, and I think it's a massive coup. Hearn getting, yeah, getting over it. And if, and if, and if the fight sells well and it goes well, and Golovkin does a good interview, maybe he fights over here again and you again. Rank, yeah. So. so yeah. I think too. I think yeah. I think just to go on that that point very quickly. You know, we've got Golovkin, Rigo, Linares, all within the space of a month. You know, in over Amazing, in the UK, really. which is which yeah. is great. Yeah. Would Brook beat Lemieux? No, no. You don't think so? I, I think he could. So uh, what I'm what I'm getting at is, do you think Brook would be the, the Golovkin's biggest win? Yeah. Who would be We've got Faviac. Macklin. <laughs> Macklin's his biggest win. Or Fields. <laughs> Lemieux would beat Brook, so Lemieux would still be Golovkin's best know, win. I don't know. You know, he's a middleweight. He is a massive puncher. He yeah. punches harder than Carson Jones. Do you know what? Do you know what but f- there's an argument that Brook could be. Do you know what I'm saying? Is as much as he's his best win in terms of like he's status, a world champion. Status, he's undefeated. Yeah. State. I mean. But nah, so it, it, he gets no credit. It for just that, fucks. Really. This is where the, the business fucks. Fucks yeah, people yeah. off. It, it's, it's like fight the best, uh, the best. Of the best at your weight, and then yeah. think about doing these freak shows. He's going to fight again before the end of this year. Who Lovkin is? Yeah, that says it all. Yeah, exactly. All right, uh, that's it from the first half. Um, we covered a lot there, a lot of passion and emotion. I like it. Oh, yeah. Miss you guys. I've got an erection. All right, see you in a bit. Below the belt. Second half of Below the Belt. Per- Stay woke. Per- <laughs> per- Percy Pig getting eaten up. Yeah, sorry. It's not Percy. Not sorry, not sorry. Like that book, Will. And uh, Caramel Krispies from uh, Marks and Spencer's. Get, <laughs> get on them. Proper posh. Uh, yeah, so we wanted to talk a little bit um, about the Olympics and them changing the rules that would allow professional boxers to compete against amateurs with no head guards 
Still the point scoring system, but mm-hmm. it's a different kettle of fish, isn't it? Yeah, it's not computer based computer based scoring like it used to be. Where it so you're like, you're gonna see you're gonna see people getting knocked out three rounds. Yeah, three I mean, rounds. still bigger gloves, aren't they? Yeah, I kind of wish it was like in the seventies if that happened. You got the best amateur boxer of all time, Stevenson. Yeah, can you imagine if someone like Ali just went to amateur and fought fucking Stevenson? Yeah, they had they offered him five million. Yeah, they, did, yeah. they offered him five million. They didn't want three rounds. And then like the dictatorship, you know, they, they, off, like, they offered Ali five million. To fight the Stevenson. amateur guy, the amateur guy, they offered him five million. Yeah, wow. Teofilo Stevenson, like the best Olympian of all, one of the best yeah. Olympians of all time. Yeah. Yeah. The Cuban. Yeah, yeah, because it's obviously communist. They're like, nah, you ain't allowed to take that money. Oh my but god! But then I think Ali didn't want to fight over three rounds as well. Well, so Ali would only, would only take three rounds against him. No, he didn't want three rounds. Oh, right, of course. He'd take, take yeah. Yeah. 12 round champion. The, thing, the, the thing with um, Olympic boxing is that it's almost a different sport. The weighings that they're weighing a lot more regularly. Yeah, it's on the day. Yeah. And it's three rounds. So it's a bit like prize fight. It's a bit of a leveler. It's a bit like um, in the FA Cup, if you draw a lower league team, you're on, you're on their pitch. Like, remember Yeovil back in the day had the slope pitch? Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know, a seasoned pro fighting in the, in, fight, fight in the Olympics may not have it all their own way. No, definitely. But then the flip side of that, you've got people like um, Golovkin. Did he fight in the Olympics? He may not, he may not have. So, yeah, but there's people like Golovkin who fought, who's got an extensive amateur it, yeah. record, Lomachenko, what if he came back? I mean... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's too, it's just ridiculous. So you, you, as ever with these types of things, you have to boil it down to basics and then see where the main differences are. So you look at things like with the pro ranks where your feet are planted a lot more with with heavier shots, essentially. Yeah. Uh, and where the amateur side of things and the Olympic side of things is, is, is about point scoring and, and quick movement and footwork and that type of stuff. It just... You could end up with so much difference that even the result wouldn't mean anything, if that makes any sense. Yeah, just, especially So what's the round. point? Yeah, so what's the point? Well, I think most, most who, people, what, who gains out of this? I think most, people, most people's reservations are that the amateurs are going to get hurt by the professionals. And maybe that might not happen. No. I don't think it'll do, happen. Do you really do you? Like... My concern is that in the Olympics, I think there's two, over 200 countries who fight in the Olympics, who, mm-hmm. who compete in the Olympics overall. So if you've got someone from, I don't know, Kate Verdi, and is up against a Golovkin, it's a little bit... That's, yeah. that's, that's where the issues are. Yeah. But, but amateurs, are all, a lot of them who fight in the Olympics are elite level. Yeah. You don't, get, you don't fight in the Olympics if, the you're, if you are not elite level. Yeah, these so, are, yeah. The, the threat of um, them getting ironed out in the round is unlikely. It's true, actually. Would, would Joshua now, as the pro, be able to clean up in, 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 in the Olympics like he did? And he didn't even clean up, actually. He had a he oh, had he he really much got through one round. That's exactly Yeah, he should have gone out in the first round. Exactly. Right, exactly. So uh, I, I think the difference that the people are worried about probably isn't there. It's just that... Why fuck with shit? Who wins? Everyone, who, who gets anything out of it? Exactly. Everyone enjoys the boxing in, in the Olympics. Yeah. You enjoy it for what it is currently, and that's fine. It's it's a funny one because in basketball, the NBA came in in 1992, and if anything, it's up the level of everyone else. Mm. But that's a different category. That's just one country that's fucking amazing at one sport. Yeah. I mean, the unfair thing is if you're from, I don't know, if you're from a lesser boxing country... You get to the final, you're up, you're up against a seasoned fucking world champion pro. You're not really going to be happy about that, are you? But do you not think, it's almost a bit like, again, it, it stops a little bit, not development per se, but you know when we, we have it after every round of, every, every four years and we have that Olympic, once the Olympics finish and we have the people like you know, Joshua's and Campbell's and stuff and, yeah. the James, and, they, and they graduate almost yeah, from, yeah. from that range. Surely by having more pros, it's just going to limit 
that for people seeing and getting people more involved at the sport at, I was going to say grassroots level then that's probably not the right way of saying it, but at that sort of level to see people progress from one aspect of the sport into the other level. it doesn't it doesn't yeah. help it doesn't help anyone I don't see what any pro boxer gets from being in it I know no. Eubank Junior what, you know, for the whole British fighting you know doing something for your country but he didn't, he didn't go to Venezuela so yeah but what I'm saying is I don't see what anyone gets out of this individually from, from that from that no, pro side you know, the, the WBC yeah. and the IBF I've had their say on I can't see them upholding that though really? well four years from now if a Canelo or someone at that level says I'm going to fight the Olympics they're not going to give give away their title are they? because right now the two biggest the two biggest fighters that or most well known fighters that are taking part are Hassan and Dam who is known for losing to David Lemieux Mm. and he lost to Peter Quillen as well and then there's (laughs) Amnat Ruinrong who what the fuck What's the fired. Oh, dude! <laughs> oh, dude! Oh, that's bad. Hit pause, bro. That's a war crime. Pause. You can't hit pause for a fart. Oh, you can't. You can't. Oh, Get on with it. Keep going, Cal. Um, don't, you can't press... Don't you dare. You cannot press pause for a fart. No, I can't stand it. Yes, you can. <laughs> oh, that's fucking... Uh, oh, that's fuck. fucking See, that's press bad. pause, you dirty animal. Let's go, champ. <laughs> Sorry about that. Everyone all right? Let's get the Olympic. Yeah. Everyone all right? We're recording now. Okay. Are we ready? Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> fuck's sake. We're back in the room. Back in the room. Oh. Apologies for everyone. If you smell that at home, we're really sorry. It was flat. Uh, I think we ended on who wins out of the whole Olympic thing. I don't see anyone benefiting from it. Don't care. All right, let's... Uh, should we move on? Uh, Kolev Ko- 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 versus Chilemba. Who watched it? Um... It's, oh, it's a uh, warm-up fight, really, for Ward, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah um, went 12 rounds. Weren't was surprised, um, but I was talking to Alex before we started. It's the kind of thing you expect to see from um, <laughs> from a, 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 a kind of a fight before a big one. Yeah. So you, he's kind of holding back a bit. He's holding back. He doesn't want to get hurt. He doesn't want to leave himself open. He's not going to take any risks. He doesn't have to. But he's probably also working on things. So. I'm not surprised. And I think in terms of warm-up fights, Isaac Chalembo is absolutely at the, at the upper level of that kind of thing. He's a, he's, yeah. a, he's a good contender. He is not. He's not a can at all. He is but he's not fighter. someone to look good against, though, is he? No, he's not. No, he's really, as, as, as did, yeah, yeah, he didn't look against good. Good, you know, drew against him the first time. The second time, he managed to win her. Yeah. Well, he's lost three fights and two of those against Belly. So yeah, you imagine Belly versus Ward. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Or he was. He was. He was right. His jab was really good. Yeah, really nice jab. Um, caught a couple, a couple of nice right hands, and, and you know, trying as what we'd expect from Chilemba, you know, off, off yeah. the back foot, counter punching. It was, it was, it um, was competitive. It was a competitive fight. I, I, you know, I was scoring it for the, um, for the doing it for the Twitter account. I had it eight rounds to four plus the knockdown, mm. um, but it easily could have been seven five. It was really competitive. Like Kovalev's, you know, better power, and he would hurt, he hurt him a couple of times other than the knockdown. Mm. You know, kind of tipped it towards him. But but you're right. He looked, he looked preoccupied. But do you think Ward sees that fight and thinks maybe we've got a chance? Here? I think he sleeps a bit better, yeah. Yeah. Because Ward is a lot more awkward than Chalemba. Is he that stupid? Do you think that's the Kovalev that's going to come in against him? Yeah. No, but he's, he's, seen, he's seen the style that works, so yeah. that he's less effective against. Okay. Does that change everybody's opinion about what how the fight goes? I think I said Ward, so... I, I, still, I said Ward, too. I, I, said, said, I said Ward as well. You said Kovalev. Yeah, you did. And yeah. I meant it, and everyone was, people were saying to me, oh, you're just trying to be different. Honestly... I felt I do feel oh, it's, it's the size, it's the size. It's, it's the size, size, it's the power, and I'm not I'm not loving Ward at the minute. I love Ward as a fighter, but yeah, I you, wasn't wowed by the last performance. When 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 a challenge is presented 
yeah. in front of you, you, you step up. Yes. And Ward, you know he has levels to go. Yes. And you know he's the best pound for pound boxer in the world. Mm. Mayweather doesn't fight anymore. In terms of potential, yeah. In terms of what he can do, yeah. No, no, the really? best. The best fighter in the world. Name a better fighter than him. With resume and everything else, in, in there, the there is no better fighter in, than, than Chocolatito. Yeah. I mean, Chocolatito is about at some fucking shitty weight, man. Yeah, the thing is, down there, he's like a four weight world champion, but all the weights are four pounds apart. So and, and, and and eighty percent of our audience has never heard of him. See, this is what I'm talking about. It's, it's just yeah, but, unfortunate. That doesn't matter. But that doesn't make any it. Doesn't, a pound for pound is all very. It's, it's, it doesn't ma- it doesn't matter. But it's what people talk about. And, and without, yeah, we, there would literally be no point if Chocolito was. Adele, if division and a fucking good division at that, if he Kessler, Froch, Handley, but like in, in the best five years ago, yeah, but I still done it. Oh, so surely he's better um, now than five years ago. No, no he's he What's your beef? Are you worried about Ward taking over Mayweather's mantle? It annoys me that he's taken he's taken out so much time. He's good enough. He's good enough. I like him. It annoys me. Ward and the thing with Ward annoys me that he's almost chose to take that time out at rim because that's of, not of true, issue though, going out with contract well but we don't know do we we don't remember him shit, saying he, it him and Goosen there was legal fight, issues weren't there yeah but I know exactly but it's I don't know right. it's just you can't just say exactly and then say that's exactly what you the opposite of what you just said no but he's still yeah there's still an element of, of him being able to go right well, this is what I want to fight and this is what I want to do him stepping up to fight Kovalev is bigger than anything Golovkin has ever done yeah. and probably likely will do I agree if he beats Kovalev, he's number one. Kovalev Actually, you know what? The winner of that fight is number one. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's fair. The winner of that fight. For now, it's Chocolatito. I'd even, I'd even weigh up Kovalev. I agree. <laughs> I, I, I agree with Cal, yeah. Kovalev didn't win Super 6, and Super 6 was the greatest. five years ago. So so what? The greatest thing that ever happened to boxing. I love it. <laughs> it was wicked, but he sat on fucking couch. Too and much. he's still good. He, I love Ward. But you think, he's he's look, couch look at it another way. So Kovalev has is, 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 is obviously had this chilemba as, as this warm-up fight and come through it 12 rounds, 12 mm-hmm. tough rounds. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and who, Ward, I've, not, I've never heard of When did Kovalev last go 12 rounds, though? Yeah, so uh, yeah, Ward's fighting Alexander Brand. Tell us about Brand. I don't know who he is. That's I what I mean, talk in terms of preparation. Is, it, is, it, is, it, is he basically Kovalev's... Uh, uh, I heard a trainer say, um, he came just by in my gym, he's the worst boxer I've ever seen. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. So is he, is he Kovalev's uh, chilemba? Is he Ward? Is Ward, uh, Ward is... It's a warm-up fight. It's, a, it's, it's very yeah. much more of a but warm-up fight. But surely Smith was a, a warm-up fight. How many fucking warm-up fights do you want? That's, the thing. That's why I'm worried about Ward. fucking Smith, man. Because he's, he fought Edwin Rodriguez in 2013. Yeah, but he beat, yeah. he beat Froch with a broken rib, broken arm. Five had, years ago, yeah. Frank. He, he had a hernia, I think. He had dysentery. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and rickets no against and the, vol- and the volcanic ash the volcanic ash and rumours I think he was one of the miners in Chile he? he was one of the miners in Chile um, he was no, he helped oh, out oh, I've got to stop myself oh, okay so but uh, what sorry what I was just going to say was if you look at it in terms of preparation for each other uh-huh. they've probably just done that with Chilemba uh-huh. Ward's preparation with this Alexander Brand is not, not going to be up to the no. same no, level. And you're right. No, no. And, and what you're saying is the, the people that he's come back and fought against, you know, the Paul Smith and stuff. That's mm. I think that's where some of the concerns come. No, I, I still think we'll, we'll, we'll win, but there's no concerns. This there's, I think, think there's, there's shades of um, small shades of um, Leonard V. Hagler because Sugar Ray came off of three, four year layoff yeah. and fought arguably the pound for pound bloke at the time yeah. and beat him handily because because of the because of the, it's a muscle memory. The skill level is just always be there, but it's not even like it's not like he like you could argue that Leonard was over the over the hill at that point. Yeah. The public opinion, yeah. no one thinks that Ward is. Do you think he's over the hill? 
Fuck off, really? He's not. You know boxing, don't He's say not. this. I'm not saying it to be a dick, honestly, I'm not. Oh. You know boxing, you know it's that isn't. I'm saying it. Unless you know something that we don't, and you know boxing, you he know what I'm saying? He looks slower, he, looks, he does not look like the same fighter to me. I, I think it might be a sense of, his, of him adapting, like great fighters do. Yeah. They, they're fast, and then they lose that speed, and then they adapt in other ways. Do you think I he's carrying his opponents, though? I just think he looks sluggish. I just think he yeah, ultimately, sluggish. the great thing about boxing, when, when you get in that ring, it's a leveller. That's what we all, all of your opinions, all of your thoughts, all of your predictions, what you think might happen, go out of the window. Yeah. And, and actually, and this, in the run-up to the fight, you, you, uh, and what's so great is that you just don't know. In the same way that we were talking about Martin, like he had a chance against... We were. I mean, did we all all no, I wasn't. Don't uh, fucking, draw, don't fucking draw me into that shit. Did, did we all say that Khan would win against Canelo? No, no, none of us said no, that. No, no, and none of us said, I, you I, said Martin. Yeah, I'm saying that, but Mike, we, we gave Martin more of a chance. No, 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 don't say right, we, because right. I fucking did okay, not. 75% gave, gave Martin more of a chance than he did. I thought he'd go some rounds. Because we... But, but my point is, is that none of us really know until the ring, t- till the bell goes. You're right, and as boxing fans, the Kovalev-Ward fight is what we want to see. Yeah, huge So let's, you know, look, that's, that's what we want. So yeah. that's, that's where Neither of them are earning huge money. I don't even think it's on pay-per-view. I'm not on normal HBO. HBO. Okay, uh, anyway, look, uh, give me your predictions again, now. Ward. <laughs> we still say, I'm saying Ward. Yeah, Ward. Ward points. I think Ward late. Go on, Cal, because that's... Behave. <laughs> I'm just to Ward now. Fuck, fuck off, Kovalev. Yeah. OK, we'll, we'll, no, we'll, we'll, we'll revisit this. Kovalev drops him a couple of times, little decision. OK, so uh, British world champions. Obviously, Britain is the epicentre of boxing. It's the greatest nation, the greatest boxing nation on earth. America, obviously, have had have the commercial angle, but we have the talent angle, and we have bragging rights on uh, on this sport. If you want to watch quality boxing, you come to this tiny little island... <laughs> west of the Mediterranean and we sell out big arenas and we make noise we do and we, we do make leave. noise if anyone wants <laughs> and we won't leave Voted which, oh, which <laughs> had nothing to do with me all the way in the end of the other podcast <laughs> 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 go, go, go. you did vote Brexit stop denying it <laughs> I saw your ballot card you bitch <laughs> yeah. um, anyway uh, we've got 13 world champions let's list them Ty- Tyson Fury Anthony Joshua Tony Bellew DeGale Joe Saunders Liam Smith Kel Brook Ricky Burns Anthony Crawler, Terry Flanagan, pound for pound in my opinion, <laughs> Lee Selby, Carl Frampton and Lee Haskins. That is a fucking list. And if you add the look at the fighters that we've got that could potentially become world champions, Groves, Eubank. And then Jamie McDonald. I didn't, Where's I Jamie didn't, McDonald? I didn't yeah. include him. I don't include regular belts. This podcast will never count regular belts. Okay, but Jamie, McDonald, Jamie McDonald has a big fight. Jamie McDonnell, he won the IBF, they got stripped. He beat the WBO champion, who'd recently been stripped. He should, by rights, have a couple of belts, but I'm not counting a regular title. Okay, but he has a, he, he's, he's got a potential fight coming up against a proper world champion. Who? Tell me. Class. Oh, he's, is he fighting the super champion? Yeah. Yes, he is, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he is. Is he Squella? Yes. I oh, know shit. Um, <laughs> I don't think, <laughs> it, I don't think it is. I don't think it is. No, no he, he is fighting the super champion. Yeah, okay. Okay, um, um, but a- look, if you if you add them, if you add if you add uh, fuck, what's his name? Just literally, we, we were just talking about McDonald. If you add Don, uh, McDonald, McDonald, yeah. fucking yeah. hell, McDonald grows Eubank. Yeah, fuck, they can all win. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cal- Charlie, Charlie Edwards, Callum Cal- Smith. Yeah, yeah. Callum Smith has got a real chance. Yeah, we could have fucking shit ton. We could have we could have twenty. 
five. Yeah. Spurty. Maybe but they've got, got more than any other country. They'll all be belt holders, though, so. not real. Yes, it doesn't well, matter. Well, this is, this is, there's this only so many belts to go around, and we've got a lot of fucking yeah, world champions. It's one thing being a it belt holder, because I've been a champion. Yeah. My and out of all these people, only Fury is a real champion. They're lineal. You look at people where, I look, you look down that list, right, and people that would. I mean, I think, I think of the, how they've got that belt, or how they got there yeah. to get that belt, <laughs> that gets me excited and invested in as a fan of yeah. the sport and as a fan of, of British boxing and wanting us to do well yeah, get your Tyson Fury from. Tony Bellew as much as I'd hate to admit nah. uh, James DeGale to an extent fuck uh, Kel Brook <laughs> no, Crawler my man Crawler you can't you can't you can't be giving that up uh, and that's about it really a Carl Frampton on Big Frampton. Frampton's about to ditch yeah, that. Yeah. He's about to ditch the belt, the yeah. IBF Super Bantamweight. I've put it on there, but he's about to... He's What's already the date of his fight? Is it a 30th? July 30th, yeah. You see what I mean? So there's, there's of, caveats of, to it. Of those world champions, we'd, we'd take Fury, the gal, you have to. Why? Joe, uh, Billy Joe Saunders. Stop why do being, I have to take the gal? Stop being a fucking... No, why? Fan. Tell me. Because there's a fucking best middleweight in the fucking world, you idiot. What? Yeah, but we don't know that yet. You know what? Well, it's not about. Well, we don't know that Fury's the, the the best in the world. He's never faced, you know, fucking Joshua or whoever. You don't know in terms of no, it's opinion, who's, fought, who, who's fought a quality opponent and won. Yeah, yeah, for me, I agree with T. Degas is the number one super middleweight. It's close, him and Jack, and but mm. it's, he's. I'd say he's number one or slash number two. Him and Jack. I hope he is. Him uh, and Jack's the lineal championship, and yeah. so it should be. When you actually look at it, there ain't much there, is there? Exactly. <laughs> you're talking really. Fury the no. girl. I think Frampton is probably number two to um, Fury. Even if Crawler beats Linares. Linares is on the way down now. I don't, I don't just, people have got to start giving Crawler no, some no, credit it, at some it, point. No, for fuck's sake. Doesn't get any credit, man. He's ordinary. No, no. He, <laughs> no is it, I don't see, see what difference between Crawler and Degaris. That's, that's a massive, massive. Yeah, I guess the ring, he's a lineal champion if he beats Lunares. That's fair enough. On paper, yes, but I don't rate that. How do you feel about Crawler is how I feel about the game. Yeah, but really? Hang on, 18 months ago, if you were saying Crawler beats Lunares, you'd be like, what the fuck off? Hasn't he been an active Lunares, though? Yeah, he broke his hand. There you go. Well, Crawler broke his ankle and his head. So what? I'm not going to talk about that. Don't talk about it, but he was injured for a long time. And he's no, I, but this, is, this is why it's good, because you, everyone, like, we were talking earlier in the pub, weren't we, about people, you know, we talk about Golovkin fanboys and stuff, and it's how it's different, you can support one fight, it's not like football where you're ingrained in it from birth and the rest of it. There, there are certain people that you just feel, you know, you, someone could have a great performance and you yeah. feel that, that connection with more. Hearn, I can't get invested in James together, well, that's just me. Right? Hearn, Hearn, but the number one lightweight well, in the fuck, fucking world, right? Yeah, well, fuck what he's saying. He said the same about the game. It's, it's a promotion machine. It's, yeah. it's a fucking machine. Joe Flanagan is number one. Um, uh, yeah, I'll go with you, yeah. Joe Flanagan is number one. But let's, let's go on to the fanboy stuff. Right? Okay, yeah, go on then. Excuse me. Finish your caramel crisp. I will. Even on the podcast of the Cardinal Sin, by the way. Well, you're the fucking number one goal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Since 2011, I've talked. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, listen. So, we were talking about, like, what winds me up yeah. about the boxing community is the toughest, hardest yeah. sport in the world. Yeah. Followed by a huge amount of fucking twats <laughs> who spend days creating memes about boxers who don't give a fuck if they even exist. Uh-huh. So listen, yeah. when you defend Mayweather, he yeah. doesn't care whether you're defending I him. I know that. I so stop it. the fucking doing I it. I do it for fun. Because it's fun. Why? You're beating some other nerd in a yeah, room. Yeah, it amuses me. It makes me happy. Oh, it makes you happy. That's fair enough. 
Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's he does that. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I get that. That's fine. But what, what, what I don't understand is like why people support boxers like they support their own football team. Because you can become invested in something. Yeah. And someone that you have a connection. Same yeah. with George Groves. You know, for me, with with George, it was, you know, after the the first Frotch one, it's you know that's how it really became invested. Because I'm like, ah, oh, fucking the world is against George Groves. And then the what? The world, are you taking a piss? Yeah. Oh, fuck you. The world. <laughs> this can't come on to another podcast. This this voice mocking thing. But he. Uh, but now I, I'm sold on George Groves. So he is the one I will go and watch. I mean, it's for eighty quid to go and sit in a fucking nosebleeds to yeah, go and watch yeah, yeah, that yeah. fight against Murray. But I do it because it's him. So. People become invested with something and they want to feel, not belong to something, because that's different when it is with football, for example. But mm. it's good, it gives you a vehicle for, so, for that so passion. Someone explained to me why there's this community of Triple G fans or Pacquiao fans. They're the same thing. It's the way they market for me, well. For me, this whole yeah. thing is a bit weird in that um, in football, I'm probably a bit biased and I love my team. But in boxing, I can, I can accept flaws. More than I can in my football team. Yeah. A lot more. Um, James DeGale is not... His fights aren't fun to watch. Um, he's his own worst. What I believe with James DeGale is quite shy. Because... He, and, and I thought Belly's the same. When you see Belly around Everton players, it's a different person to what he is. He says, oh, you know, I've got power. People got to sleep. Mm-hmm. When you see him around, I don't know, fucking Jaggy Elker, he's like, well, you know, you know, I really love your work and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He's actually quite humble. Yeah. So... So, uh, all right, let's so, so, But uh, the, the larger point that I make it is that, from my personal point of view, I can accept flaws in boxes more than I can accept flaws in my football team. Uh, around the table, who's your fanboy? I mean, we know yours, Cal, but Mayweather. Is, you're Me? a fanboy for, fan, fan for Mayweather. Is yours the girl? In terms of, of fighters of all time, it would probably be Hagler. But in terms of right now, um, it probably has to be Mayweather as well. I've got to say Groves. Yeah, it's the same for me, Graves. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't, and there's no. It's people, always, sorry, sorry, you still Hagler? Did you um, say? No, active go. fighters is Mayweather. Well, I just not have active anymore, is he? Yeah. Fuck. Um, for me, active fighters, um. Yeah. Fuck. Well, it's not the girl. You bunch of, um, yeah, yeah, it probably is, it probably is the girl. The girl supports a team I hate. Yeah. I, I say, I say, I, I, let, let, me, let, let me ask this. If, if, if the, forget who, who your fanboy who would it hurt you the most if they lost? So, oh, so I'm used to it with Groves George, now. George, yeah. so it hurts when Groves lose yeah, for some reason. It just, and, just... and it would hurt if if Crowder lost that fight against like that. That would hurt. I'm a big. Cross I've got a few. Oh, really? Yeah. I've I got a be... few. I have a few. Okay, go on. Go on. I'd be then. gutted if Fury lost to Pitchco. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. I love the yeah, fact that he's the lineal champion. I fucking love that. That he's the. I know he doesn't give. I'd be gutted because I think you're the fucking man. You're lineal champion. You are the anti Joshua because exactly. he's the anti Joshua. Joshua. He's a good fighter and he comes across as humble as all that, but he's been given everything. Okay, he was, go on. Go on, T. I've so got a few. I, I believe when, when Carter lost to Margarito... <laughs> yeah, but that's an injustice. Like I'm saying... That's a human I, that, level. This is before I knew this. before I knew about right, the, right. the hand wraps. I was close to fucking tears. I was <laughs> fucking gutted. Because I love Carter. I still love Carter now. Yeah. Um, if DeGale lost, I'd be upset. I was upset when he did and you rubbed it in. Oh, my um, you did when he, when Groves beat him. That's when I fell in love with Fuck, him. I wish I knew you then. Because um, I would have been um, fucking bearable. Um, this is the moment me and T met. Yeah. And it was one of the greatest moments of my life. <laughs> I'm trying to think of who else. Well, when he beats him again after uh, when he's then the next well, time. Well, for the third time. Third time. Oh, yeah. Um, Fury, I'd be gutted if Fury lost. 
be gutted enough to go or lost. I'd be gutted if Eubank Junior loses again. I'd be gutted. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's, it's a if, well, nice way of phrasing it. If, would you be gutted? Who would you be gutted about lost? Because I don't think I would be gutted if Eubank Junior lost. I think he'd come again. I'd be. He's lost. I'd actually be. I, like I said, Crawler grows. Uh, British I'm talking about this list that we've got here yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'd actually be quite disappointed if Carl Frampton lost because I think I really like Carl Frampton yeah. I, I, like, I like them all but it, we're, so talk, funny. we're talking about an emotional investment yeah, yeah I mean, it would be Graves most anyway is there anything else you want to discuss uh, what else is going on not much coming up alright that's the end well Crawford fights Postol how do you yeah, see that going yeah bad because mm. Crawford is like the next big thing yeah top banker really backing him um uh, I, I like Postel a lot. I like Postel like too, but he hasn't fought since Matisse, has he? He's fucked up Matisse badly. Yeah. But, but, but Crawford's like, he won the he won the belt against Ricky Burns. Yeah. He defended it against, he beat uh, Beltran. Gamboa. And then he went and he beat the Gamboa. That's probably still his best win. He hasn't really... Bel- Beltran is my boy. I love that guy. I like Gamboa. I really like Gamboa. But Gamboa went up in weight, didn't he? Yeah, he was. He had no right being a lightweight, really. Yeah. Oh, but he's I, gone up to junior Bel- world Bel- weight. Bel- Beltran is one of the number of... A, a boxers that beat up Ricky Burns uh, and got it, jobbed and then got jobbed anyway don't forget Flanagan Fanner <laughs> great okay so on that bombshell <laughs> yeah. on that bombshell uh, that's yeah. the end for Blow the Belt and uh, as we said at the beginning of the pod um, this will become a much more regular thing now a lot more regular Not a lot more than every eight weeks <laughs> um, we're actually going to plan to to release every one once every 14 days so well, once a month, but if things... Yes. Maybe over the... Still still discussion. In 2017, maybe every two weeks. Are you going to take it seriously or let's just fucking pack it in? All right, T? <laughs> discussions. <laughs> Tweet us <laughs> what you want. Tweet us how often you want it. You've actually yeah. discussions. Yeah, well, I can't wait we'll do the, a poll. We'll, we'll do it all 200 of you. I can't Tweet wait us. for the flood of tweets to come in. <laughs> uh, all right, that's it. Thank you once again for uh, downloading Below the Belt. Remember to follow us at, at Below the Belt underscore... Uh, like us on Facebook as well. Like, subscribe, comment. comment BTB on the Facebook pod. is mad quiet though. So yeah. You need to kind of build that shit. Yeah. How many have we got? 21, 22? Don't let them behind the curtain. A couple of dozen. No, it's not behind the curtain, it's on Facebook. It's <laughs> All right, okay. All right, it's done. You bang. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.